Josh Bertaccini joining us, the voice of that part of the country. I've been waiting a long time for this. The moment you've been waiting for. JB, maybe you can do commentary live. And the show that everyone's been talking about. Not the game that I go out there and die for and play every game like it's my last. It's time for the real NWA JP. At least I work the place that you can find when you're looking for it. Follow, watch, and listen across social media at the real NWA JP. Okay, all right, it's all about the little things. Streaming live on YouTube, Podbean, and worldwide at therealnwajp.com. You were man on fire last night on the post game. You've started your day in the right way. Let's talk sports. This is primetime television here, folks. Here's your host, Josh Bertaccini. Let's do this thing of ours, shall we? Rock and roll, baby, on a Monday. As we get into it, it's the real NWHAP, and we are talking sports here on the digital radio with you, which is a ton of fun, and it's going to be some fun for the next 90 minutes as we get to hang out and make this bad boy of ours happen. The real NWHAP.com. If you want to give it a stream, a live listen on the website, you can do that. Podbean app is our, is our radio station right here in 2024. This is our digital format of choice. So if you're into the presets and you like to throw that around on the radio, you're you're like me. You're, you're in your, your 40s or your 50s or something. This needs to be a new preset. This needs to be one of your go-tos. And for so many of y'all, what, cruising past 90,000 of y'all who found the show and not even our first six months yet... I think we just might make it. Long way to go. So much tremendous support from the local business community. You're going to hear some awesome names moving forward as we cross over into baseball season. And I just strongly encourage you and ask you as kindly as I can to support these folks because, heck, without them supporting me and us, none of it happens. Certainly none of it happens for very long. That said... It's time to make this thing happen for 90 minutes today. So we come at you live from the Bunko Studio, Team B Media. It's Super Bowl week. I don't really do the first week of the two weeks leading into the Super Bowl. I feel like it leaves just too much to be desired. It's hype, 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 hype. And you'll get a lot more of that this week. I'm not saying I suddenly jump all on board with the hype train. But I think that's part of what we see kind of on the regular over and over is endless hype leading into the biggest game of the year. And it is. It's a a monster game. It's, you know, every year a culmination of football season, which frankly, you know, I don't think any of us is ready to uh, completely go without. But you do it every year at this time. And so Chiefs and Niners running it back from just a couple of years ago, a game that I thought the Niners, frankly, outplayed the Chiefs in, and yet it was... Kansas City, who brought home the bacon that day. We'll get into picks and props and all that cool stuff as we go through the week and get a little more into the degeneracy side of things, but not too much. That's not the lead. That's not the focus. That's just a part of this conversation we're having. What kind of a conversation are we having right now about Arkansas Razorback basketball? Nothing good. Nothing you want to be talking about. Two and seven for your hogs now after a 95 to 74 thumping at the hands of the 
LSU Tigers at the Maravich Assembly Center in Baton Rouge. And if you suffered f- through the full 40 minutes of that contest like I did, and then, of course, we we sounded off on the postgame show. Some great thoughts out of you all. Good to hear from Lady Cindy and my guy Lance. And look, anytime you get a chance to vent and we can help with that, doing something right. Um, Terrence is very active on the Twitter again lately. Seems like the negative times bring you out a little more than most, T. Or maybe that's par for the course. When times get tough, the natives get restless. Yeah, I understand that to some degree. But Arkansas, you thought, had maybe turned a corner towards respectability, for lack of a better way to put it. I'm not sure you were fighting back at NCAA tournament-type talk after just, what, one win and a, and a close loss to Kentucky. But I think you were headed in that direction of at least being relevant and talked about again, like I said a moment ago. No, you go down to LSU and you're really never in the basketball game. A lot of hand-down... Man down. Remember Mark Jackson doing that in the basketball broadcast for years? I thought he was great. Him and and, and Breen and Van Gundy, what a trio that was. And then the cost-cutting moves, ESPN, you're seeing across mass media. Nobody wants to pay. Personalities, what, they, what they're worth, what they feel they're worth. Well, it's up to the personalities. Go and get that money themselves another way. But Mark Jackson, good broadcaster, solid coach, feisty NBA player who uh, had a little bit of a broken jump shot for a point guard, but... Really physical. Good at getting his back into you and getting those kind of close hooks and turnarounds. He's a funky player. Hand down, man down. That's my favorite thing that he's contributed to broadcasting, which essentially is what Arkansas did for most of that contest against LSU on Saturday morning. It was hand down, man down. What does that mean exactly? Hand down, man down. Easy to say, kind of catchy. But Mr. Joshua, what does it mean? It means when you got your hand up in the air, like I like to encourage my girls basketball team that I coach, got a big one tonight, trying to get dub number two, but hands up in the def- in, in the shooter's face on defense at all times. And it's good par for the course if the entire team keeps them up, gets them in passing lanes, gets them you know, up in spots where you can tip rebounds around. Just a good style, good form to have your hand up and in somebody's face. And no question, when jump shots are being fired, when people are hoisting them, what makes it more difficult than shooting on a clear rim? Making it not so clear, right? You got to alter their vision. You have to cause them some kind of double hesitations. I've got a hiccup in the motion. And that gets back to running a hand through the shooter's vision. Also, part of it is not just hand down, man down. Part of it is want to or not to. I think this basketball team just doesn't want to quite enough right now to chase around the perimeter because it hurts to do that on defense. We can talk all we want about they should do this, they should do that. Why is this Arkansas Razorback basketball team not doing more of this? Why aren't they doing more of that? At the end of the day, you got to really want to. You got to be in incredible shape. And it hurts to keep pushing yourself out of the perimeter and sliding back. That's why I think basketball, I mean, you're not even wearing pads. Let's be real. Not quite as physical as football, but in, in, in a lot of ways, so much more grueling. Your offense and defense at all times. Back to the point here. Um, LSU came out like gangbusters, raining three balls. Arkansas never really pushed back on that. As far as the Hogs, we know they can't shoot straight on the threes, at least. So you got to pound your points down low. 
I mean, it felt like this was a 40-point loss. Usually you look at the scoreboard, you're like, oh, that was that was about right. Or even sometimes you're like, that wasn't indicative of how much of a blowout it really was. Hogs lost by 21. That's a rout. And yet, not nearly indicative of how badly it felt like they lost that basketball game. The rotation is bizarro land, even without Devontae Davis and Trevon Brazil. Who knows if or when you ever see those guys again. Frankly, it's too late at this point. I mean, you got nine games left. You are two and seven in the SEC halfway through. What does that mean? You almost have to win out to put yourself into that at-large mix. You almost have to go on like a nine-game win streak into the postseason to give yourself any kind of a look on the radar right now as far as at-large bids are concerned. But, I mean, why am I even talking about that right now? This team is not going to the tournament. It has no interest in playing a lot of basketball together. When I say they only have nine games left... I don't think anybody's more relieved to hear it. Not you, not me, not him, not her. I don't think any of us is as relieved to hear that as this Razorback basketball team. And in particular, Eric Musselman, who seems like he is just wore out and ready for this year to be over. And who can blame him for that? Just a lousy performance again. Really nothing great. I know Tremont, you know, leads the way. Your leading scorer again in that 20 point range. Tremont is, uh, you know, he's a good player. He's gone hard all year. There's just not enough outside of him on this team. You don't have enough weaponry, consistency. Makai Mitchell out there pushing people around and then trying to push his coach around. It's not exactly a positive thing to see in the second half. A little screaming and hollering, a little cussing between the coach and his big man reminded me of Stan Heath and Darian Towns a little bit going the way back machine with some of y'all 17, 18 years ago, but that was early days for me here in this state. Um, back to the point here. This was a, a major step backward. Just when it looked like you were creeping to the fringes of being slightly relevant, you fall back to two and seven. You only have nine games to go in league play. Good news is no games this week, so you get a chance to Kind of lick your wounds and figure it out. We'll hear some sound from us, from Matt McMahon, head coach LSU. As we work it through here in just a bit, Bobby Swafford a little later on this morning. Talk some Super Bowl as well, but it's getting late. It's not looking good. And our question of the day is right on point here. Two and seven, halfway through the SEC. You got nine games left to go. How many wins is this Razorback basketball team? going to end up with in the SEC this year? And it's a good question. Uh, two and seven, if you do the math on that and you double it, you end up at four and 14. So right now they're on track for four. So we'll put that as the low end. We'll say, let's break it into options here. They'll end up with four or five SEC wins, right? Six or seven, eight or nine, which would be a miracle right now in my opinion, if they get this thing up to eight or nine or 10 or more, which I almost can't say out loud with a straight face. I mean, this team's going to win 10 or 11 games. Again, the math is there. If you go eight and one, you will finish 10 and eight in the league. And if you go nine and oh, you'll finish 11 and seven in the league. I think either one of those final records 
would send you to the conference tournament in what five weeks with a chance to win another game or two there and be an NCAA tournament team. But that's how dire the straits are now. That's how low this team has fallen. Um, it was right back to where we started as far as effort, as far as defense, which we talked about at length, and certainly as far as overall result. LSU bludgeons you by 21. And uh, the Hogs now get the week to collect themselves and try to figure it out. And good luck with that. Georgia at home on Saturday night coming up around the corner. We'll get that one going five o'clock at Bud Walton arena. We're getting late in the year here. You're wondering about these crowds, especially as baseball begins. Cause then I think if it's decent weather, people just more inclined to go see the winning team than they are to suffer through a, a basketball season that seemingly feels like it goes on and on. I mean, heck it started earlier than ever back end of October this year with that Purdue game. You had the Duke game a month later. Uh, then there was December. Then there was January and all the losing. And now it's February and it seems like we're right back where we started. This has been an interminable, a painful, a drawn out, lengthy, really difficult to digest abomination of a basketball season. There you go. I said it. It has been. And it happens to teams, to coaches. It's just the truth. And you need to acknowledge it as you process it. This team is bad. Hogs and Georgia Saturday night. Next up, we'll talk some more about the basketball team. Got some sound from us to get to you. Matt McMahon, head coach LSU in the conversational mix. Bobby Swanford on Super Bowl week, Super Bowl 58, baby. Making it happen in Vegas. Coming up on Sunday, 530 Central Time. Get your popcorn ready. A lot more talk about that. And uh, we'll work our way into some baseball season here this week and next because Fortunately, thank goodness, it's only a week and a half away. I hope you had a great weekend. It's nice to be with you on a Monday as we make it happen and get it done on this 5th of February, 2024. A reaction Monday in the Bunker Studio with your boy Josh Bertaccini. We're coming right back. Headlines next. Herman's Rib House on College in Fayetteville. A tradition like no other around. When you're looking for the best steak, chicken, salmon, something for lunch or dinner, Herman's has your back. This year is their 60th anniversary and the food keeps getting better. Perfect time to stop by and check out their revamped menu. The Dustin Omelette, a personal favorite. Herman's in Fayetteville. Follow them on Instagram or Facebook for more info. Stop by and grab some grub today at Herman's. Celebrating its 60th year in business in 2024. Hi, this is Tim Stanley, a longtime local business owner in Northwest Arkansas, and I'm super excited to be a part of JB's new adventure into the digital broadcasting arena, and I had to be a part of it. I also wanted to inform the listening audience that I bought Business World in Little Rock, so now we have more of a full state coverage, just like JB. It's important to be part of his future, or our future, or your future. Call me at Business World, a TDSID company, at 501-374-7000. 
Golden Corral of Fayetteville features a legendary endless buffet for breakfast, lunch, and dinner to feast the fam or to feast yourself. Enjoy over 150 menu items. Their all-you-can-eat steak is my favorite. Hand-cut USDA top sirloin. Their bakery game is strong, too. You name it, they got it, and they make it good. Golden Corral, a place with something for everyone at a good price. Conveniently located where college meets Maine in Fayetteville. See things in a better light with the folks at New Light Electric. Residential and commercial services. They do remodels and additions, electrical upgrades and repairs, LEDs, installation of hot tubs, vehicle charging stations, and more. If you're looking for the folks who have the best touch, these guys are the lighting experts. They literally do it all, and they can add some light to your life, too. New Light Electric. Like them on Facebook or call 479-220-2836. Hey folks, this is Matt Chambers with Blue Kangaroo Packouts. We know bad things happen and we're here to help taking care of your contents and possessions when disaster strikes. Covering Northwest Arkansas, North Central Arkansas, and the River Valley, accidents and weather happen all the time. When it does, we have your back. Moving, cleaning, warehousing, cataloging, tracking inventory so you don't lose a single personal possession. More information is online at bluekangaroopackouts.com or give us a call at 479-879-9696. so much for putting us on for listening and finding it got to be a little bit creative right do it different there's this internet thing now in the last i don't know two three decades we, we've developed this internet thing and so if you have the the phone and you got the show doing it through podbean or apple spotify if you listen later perhaps you're a people's post game viewer and you prefer to do it that way Man, more power to you, however the heck you get it done. Uh, headlines out of yesterday. Arkansas Razorback Hoops gets a win. 5-4 and four for the gals. 17-7 and seven overall. Best start for them in a few years in the league. Talia Scott in the mix again. The freshman guard really keying Arkansas's performance on both ends of the floor. Scored 33 points, 17 of them. In the third quarter. So big game for Miss Talia. Good to have the five-star back. And I think you see with Arkansas Razorback basketball right now, they look like a tournament team. I don't know if they're going to be good enough to win a game in the tournament, but they should be in the dance. Maybe win a game or two. They look solidly middle of the pack in the SEC this year, which is a step forward from last year. For sure. But that's where the gals are at. Elsewhere in college basketball, Arkansas and Georgia coming up on Saturday night, five o'clock, Bud Walton Arena. Talked at length out the gates about it. Hogs have slip slided to 11 and 11 overall on the season, two and seven in the league. Not looking good. As LSU led by as many as 28 points before Arkansas ends the game on a seven nothing run to make it look a little bit closer by week. Now for Arkansas, essentially, to work on some things to try to figure it out. And yikes, we'll go from here. But it is not looking good at all, period. When you watch this Arkansas Razorback basketball team right now, it doesn't make you feel good. 
at all either. So that's where you're at on that. Uh, obviously, SEC this weekend, the best game was Tennessee and Kentucky. Man, that was a physical back-and-forth kind of contest. I thought Tennessee brought the grit on the road. Kentucky has looked a little bit shaky here of late, truthfully, and um, takes the L in that one. And so Arkansas will get a Tennessee team next Wednesday night on Valentine's Day night, evening, where uh, we will get to see them in the house at Bud Walton Arena. But um, who knows what kind of Razorback team will be there for that game when we get there, huh? Let's do some SEC stuff beyond Tennessee and Kentucky, who won uh, Tennessee 103-92. Alabama ripped up Mississippi State 99-67. to Auburn crush mode at Ole Miss 91-77. to A lot of Chris Beard stuff swirling out there right now. A&M by one over Florida 67-66 and a nail biter. And South Carolina is not messing around. If you think they're joking and you think they're messing around, you're wrong. The Gamecocks win by 10, 72 to 62. That's a big dub for them at Georgia. And now South Carolina is 7 and 2 in the SEC. Talk about a team that's going to the NCAA tournament. That would be South Carolina. They will, they will be in the NCAA tournament. Vanderbilt got its first league win, 68 to 61 over Missouri. Both of those teams really, really bad. Really bad. Uh, what else nationally out of the weekend that was? San Diego State pops Utah State. Kansas, number eight over Houston, 78 to 65. That was a pretty entertaining matchup. Cincinnati pop Texas Tech. Number 15 goes down. North Carolina over the Dukies. Getting it done on Tobacco Road. Tobacco Road, 93 to 84. Carolina over Duke. Baylor over Iowa. There's so many good games that went down this weekend. Baylor 70, Iowa State 68. That was a barn burner. And uh, what else is there? I feel like maybe we're we're leaving one behind. Are we? No, I mentioned Tennessee, Kentucky already. And UConn beat St. John's. So number one will still be number one is what it will be. NHL moves through the All-Star break. NBA two weeks out. From the All-Star break, Nick saw their win streak snapped at nine. That's okay. Can't win them all. Lakers get that dub. Lakers on the fringes of the Western Conference playoff race trying to play their way back in. And right now, it's uh, it's still a pretty long way to go is what it is. Magic are another one of those teams in the East trying to play their way back in too. Anthony Black kind of out of the rotation right now for Orlando. Uh, was starting for a lot of the season. And then for whatever reason, has kind of gotten relegated here to the uh, fringes of the rotation. What are you going to do? Celtics blow out the Grizzlies and Jordan Walsh got in that game, scored a bucket. How about nine minutes for J-Dub? That's a really good Celtics team and a tough one to crack the rotation with. But uh, look, the Hogs are uh, the Hogs are more proliferated in the NBA now than they have been in a really long time. That's a fun thing to see. And obviously Bobby Portis was one of those turning point guys. BP last night starts for the Bucs and has a monster game. 27 points, 7 rebounds, 3 steals in 36 minutes for Bobby Portis who crushed it. And the Bucs lost to the Jazz by 15. So 
Portis, good game. Rest of team, not so much. Not so much. Uh, World Cup 2026 coming to North America. Let's go, baby. It's my favorite America. My favorite continent. I don't know about yours, but it's mine. And uh, I'm fired up for it. We found out that it'll start a lot of the action out west, opening around Mexico City, some action in Toronto. But the World Championship will be at MetLife Stadium in Dirty Jersey, baby. So when you think center of the soccer universe, think New Jersey. That's what you got to think. Think East Rutherford, New Jersey in the swamps there by the Hackensack River. No, it's uh, it's cool. I mean, that's obviously a hotbed for soccer. So much support in that area. USA wants to host it, wants to have it in New York. Kind of can't really have it anywhere in New York. There's nowhere big enough to have it. So you're going to use essentially Giants and Jets Stadium, MetLife Stadium, and you're going to play it there. But I thought that was pretty cool to say that that got announced over the weekend. I know E-Money counting down the days till uh, till World Cup 2026. Kansas City's going to get a chance to have a game there. That's pretty awesome, too. All right, what else out of the weekend that was? Uh, Wyndham Clark takes Pebble Beach. No fourth round of that tournament, as uh, they called it, with weather pretty bad. Super windy, lots of rain. We are two months out for the Masters, baby. Cliff Kingsbury's going to Washington to be their offensive coordinator. Joe Witt Jr. to be their DC as they rebuild their staff in the wake of Ken DeBoer's cross-country departure to Alabama. So you got that going on. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, talk about Super Bowl week. Tough timing. His pops arrested last night, allegedly under suspicion of DWI. And um, was uh, was convicted of a DWI just a few years back. So that's a tough spot for Pat, who has had a lot of, you know, obviously things to deal with on and off the field. You remember stuff with his brother and his fiance and guys, could you make it any easier on your boy right now? Just a little bit. My goodness. And B, knee injury. He might be done for the year. And with it, the Celtics chances. <laughs> if he is done for the year, you can pretty much say bye-bye to any chances they had the rest of the way, too. Not looking good. All right. uh, Headlines in the can. Coming up on 740. Barreling through a Monday morning live. 90 minutes coming at you. Sports talk, our conversational focus. So awesome of y'all to find the show and to hang out and make it happen. With us here each and every day. Uh, Niners and Chiefs coming up on Sunday. We'll talk a lot more about that as we work our way through. I got Matt McMahon. I got Eric Musselman. And they're both queued up and ready to roll. So when we come back from break, we'll hear from the head coaches what they thought of what went down on Saturday. And obviously Eric Musselman, man, going through a wide range of emotions himself right now. It's the Real NWAJB Team B Media coming at you. Josh Bertaccini here and you there. Coming right back.
A to Z Golf Cars has moved, but it still has the same awesome customer service and phenomenal inventory you won't find anywhere else. Northwest Arkansas's go-to golf car spot for over 20 years. Neighborhood cars, cruisers, horse cars, first to the ball or last to the ball, roll up in style with A to Z. Repair work with quick turnarounds, too. Now located at 483 North Highway 62 in Rogers, two miles north of the city airport. Call 479-273-9229. Need to lose 100 pounds this year? Don't restrict your diet. Forget joining a gym. Instead, lose the weight of that cheating spouse of yours. At Mock Legal Solutions, there is no hourly billing. You pay one flat fee for your divorce. Call today, 479-769-1505. And let's be honest, it's closer to 200 pounds, right? Mock Legal Solutions. Real advice, reasonable price. Shogun of Fayetteville for a special experience every time. Best Japanese cuisine around, they have it all. The sushi is top-notch, but everyone's talking about their hibachi grill. The chefs are incredible. It's delicious and entertaining at the same time. For recruiting, celebrations, or just a good old date night, Shogun of Fayetteville has never let me down. With the scenic view of Fayetteville from the hill by the mall, full menu online, shogunfayetteville.com. Hey guys, you've been feeling a little bit lower energy of late. The motivation's down. Well, it's time to take control of it here in 2024. Bioidentical hormone replacement is state-of-the-art and Dr. Mark Olson is the only one around focusing on BHRT and his treatments. If you want to feel better, this is the year and Olson Clinic is the place to get it done with Dr. Mark Olson, now located at 5501 Willow Creek Drive in Springdale. That's right off exit 69 off I-49 online, OlsonClinic.com. Builders Direct Lighting offers quality lighting products and solutions for all of your project needs. They buy directly from the manufacturer with no middleman in sight, passing the savings on to you, the customer. From a small office space to a large warehouse, indoor or outdoor, we do it all. Yes, we can even light your pickleball court. For more info, visit buildersdirectlighting.com or call 479-256-0461. So many good responses coming in as the show moves through a Monday. Coming at you five days a week in the mornings, right? We got the Saturday post games. Good turnout after an unfortunate performance on Saturday once again. Halfway home. And then, of course, baseball around the corner. Just a couple weeks away, we'll get our SEC People's Post Game wrap-up shows for you. After the weekend finale. Every time out, starting up around the corner as well. A lot of good stuff there. All right. Um, so much going on uh, and a lot to discuss as we work our way throughout the program. And uh, how about this one out of Philip coming through on the Facebook page, facebook.com slash the red zone with JB. Josh, I've appreciated your coverage of this Arkansas Razorback basketball team all year. Unfortunately, I don't think I can handle it anymore. They don't play together and they don't play the same from one game to the next. It's so frustrating. I think I may have to check out 
over the last month or so of the year. Any advice would be appreciated. Enjoying the show and its new digs. I like that out of you. Uh, Advice would be hang in there with your team. Try to do the best you can to hang in there with your team. But no, if you need to preserve your own peace of mind right now by turning this team off, then, then definitely do that. Definitely do that. Um, what else do we have out here? How about D-Dub? How about Darren writing the show? It's always good when you hear from D-Dub because you know he's going to bring you something. He says the home schedule is soft on the back half. I still think this team can end up with six or seven wins. <clears throat> Maybe. Question of the day today. Hog hoops, two and seven. Halfway through the SEC. How many league wins? Will they finish with four or five, six or seven, eight or nine, ten plus? Hmm. And then there's the chat room. I like waiting in here sometimes. My guy Chuck trying to uh, downplay Pat Mahomes Sr.'s DWI. It's a tough look for Chuck. I'm not really sure what he's trying to say here. But our point, I think clearly everyone else trying to say, the distractions don't help, man. You can overcome the distractions, but... Would it be asking too much of his brother and his fiance and his dad to just like chill? Don't get in trouble. Just be chill right now. Party after the Super Bowl. Don't party so hard before the Super Bowl. I mean, that's just common sense. How about Robert writing in? When does this basketball team come back from a single significant deficit this year? If they get down 8 to 12 points at any time, it feels like it's over. We don't just push back. Y'all are coming at me from every angle today, and gosh dang it, I'm loving it, because you're on point. There's nothing you're saying that's not true. Uh, We're going to hear from us in a moment. This is Matt McMahon after the win, LSU coach. Let's listen in. How do you feel about the game? All right, thanks for the know, Thrilled with our player performance today. Uh, I thought they were just terrific. Uh, True team effort for 40 minutes. Uh, I thought on the defensive end, really locked in to the game plan and the things we needed to do. Uh, And then offensively, I I thought it was just a really unselfish, uh, disciplined performance. Uh, A lot of fun to watch us play that way. And uh, most of all, really proud of our players for their response this week. The bye week didn't go exactly as we had planned. We had some some injuries and illness early in the week that kind of changed up our schedule. Uh, but I thought our guys really competed throughout the week and found ways to get better. Uh, and then came out with an 11 a.m. start today uh, with the tough together performance uh, to get us a big win here at home. Yeah, Matt, uh, can you talk about uh, it didn't start in Jalen, but how did that, I guess, benefit him? And also, it seemed like he played a lot more settled coming off the bench today. Yeah, I thought him and, and Trey Annable at the point were terrific. Uh, Trey, four assists, no turnovers. Uh, I thought Jalen was just really dialed in offensively, uh, shot the ball really well, did a great job getting to the free throw line. He got his teammates involved. Uh, I, th- I thought a big key for us, we scored 29 baskets, 17 of them were assisted on. And, you know, I think we were like 17 to eight assist to turnover until the, the full court press, you know, they're down 30 late bothered us some. So, um, you know, all in all, I, I thought horrific point guard play. Um, and because we played unselfishly and really shared the ball, you saw great looks for Mike Williams and Will Baker, and they stepped up and shot the ball really well. 
All right, enough of the uh, uh, of the McMahon sound. I, I think the general vibe on that is that he was surprised there wasn't more pushback. He got three minutes there of Matt McMahon, the head coach of the LSU Tigers, who dispatched Arkansas 95 to 74 this weekend. And then uh, you had Eric Musselman on the flip. Promised you a few minutes of that. LSU credit. Um, but we got to get a lot better, Bob. I mean, um, you know, the, the defending the three uh, has been a problem all year. Um, you know, it's our job as coaches to get them to execute the game plan. Um, you know, the game, <laughs> we knew that they're a good three-point shooting team. Um, you know, Baker having a career night, nine of 11, four for five. I mean, those numbers are hard to do when you're in a gym alone. Um, you know, so his 25 points and then, you know, Cook's been a starter for him. He comes in and and uh, goes seven seven for the foul line, and you know, so defensively not good, offensively not good. Um, you know, so hopefully we would be able to capitalize off our last two games. Uh, obviously, we did not, and um, you know, so yeah, disappointed that we weren't able to capitalize from from what we have done the last, uh, you know. 80 minutes of play and, and uh, you know, not a good game for us today. And, and they got up to such a hot start, Baker, especially you alluded to him. What was he doing really well? And just how tough was that to overcome when they jump on you like that on the road? He did everything well. He made threes. He posted up. He beat us off the dribble. Um, so, he, you know, he, he, uh, I mean, I'm sure it's a career night for him. I don't have his uh, Q stats for his career in front of me, but I would assume that's that's as good a game as he's played his entire career. And then you guys have a week off now, halfway kind of, where do you assess where the team is halfway through the league schedule? And is it a good time to get a week off and kind of try to fix some stuff? Well, I'd certainly like to have a, a week off after a win. Um, you know, we got to get better. We got to keep coaching. We got to keep trying to improve. Yeah, I might have a couple more. I'll turn back to Mike if time allows. Thanks. Anthony. Yeah, I can notice that uh, Caleb didn't play in that second half. Was that a coach's decision, or was there an injury, injury there, or what, what kind of happened there? Coach's decision. And then just kind of talking about, uh, you know, the defensive week, you just talk about what do you feel LSU kind of did in particular that uh, kind of got them off to that hot start, and how do you guys, I guess, kind of address that going forward? Well, it's defending the three. It's defending the dribble drive. I mean, we're not, we're not doing either. So... Um, you know, if we, if we were, we, we probably have a better record. So, um, you know, it's our job to get players to improve. It's our job to get players to, um, follow the game plan. And, and, uh, we've not been good defending the three all year, um, can never compare teams of the past, but, um, we're doing the same drills. We just, uh, execution come game time is, is not there. Thoughts you got a question? Yeah, Eric, you were really happy about your point guard play after the last game. I'm just curious, how, how would you assess that position this game? we got a lot of lot of areas to grow in. I'm going to call that there, too. A few minutes of Matt McMahon, a few minutes of Eric Musselman. You know we're trying to give you as much quality coaching and player sound as always here on the show each and every day. So uh, you pick your spots. Must deflated, rightfully, understandably so. A win in that game, you'd have been three and six, creeping back to the fringes, but not now, not really.
barring something miraculous, as I said in the opening monologue uh, earlier in the show today, bar- barring a nine-game win streak, which is not happening, or winning eight out of nine and getting back to five hundred, you just you don't have the power rankings. I don't think the net rankings they call it now, right? To get into the NCAA tournament. Now there is one alternative. There is one other possibility. Tell it, tell it to me. What is it? What is the one other possibility? The one other possibility would be win the SEC tournament. Although look at where Arkansas is at right now. You're probably going to be one of the bottom four teams in the league. You'll have to win that first four game, and then you'll have to win four games in four days after that. So essentially, exactly, five games in five days is what is required to win it coming into that first four. Uh, Okay. Very difficult. Has happened before, like twice in the history of the conference, but obviously not easy. Question of the morning. Getting a lot of responses here. Twitter, Facebook, chat room, all of it. Y'all are ready to go. Bright day, beautiful weather coming up this week. It was cold and rainy all weekend. Now we're headed for 60s and sunny. Give it to me. Hog hoops two and seven halfway through SEC play. Our question of the day, how many league wins will they finish with? What's your confidence meter at right now? Four or five, getting 85% of the early vote here on Twitter. Six or seven at 10%. Eight or nine at 2%. 10 plus wins at 3%. Wouldn't it be nice? Thinking of the Beach Boys song right now, but that's wishful thinking really is what that is. Um, 755. If you're listening live, we are 50 minutes in. We're going to take a top of the hour break. We'll come back on the other side. Bobby Swafford, who is chomping at the bit, get some conversation on the Super Bowl, some Chiefs and Niners. San Francisco, a very slight favorite by one and a half points headed into this game. Vegas, baby, Vegas on Sunday night. A lot of Chiefs fans getting together for watch parties around the region. I've been loosely invited to a couple. I'm not. I can't do that. It's tough when you get that many in the room at the same time. It's like when Bobby Swafford invited me to his his Patriots watch party. I'm like, this doesn't feel like the right environment for me. I mean, I appreciate the invitation. It's fun to hang out and do a little Super Bowl fiesta. But sometimes I got to leave the room. After a quarter or two, it's time to go. Nothing wrong with not staying at the party too long. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Team B Media, it's a heck of a thing. You're finding us for the live show in the mornings every day of the week, 7 a.m. Coming at you here from the Bunker Studio. Podbean, heck of a thing, right? The app, free, easy to download, App Store, Google Play, audio quality at a very high level, and gives you the ability to interact, to text, to talk, to, to call, to you name it. Listen back later via their podcast portion of the platform. And then if you're doing it, Apple, Spotify, Google, iHeart, you name it. We're coming at you just a few minutes after the show wraps up with our best of bits. YouTube, you get that video viewership for the live stream on the post game shows. People post game number 20 in the can this past weekend. Love that. And of course, some exciting stuff on the play by play side of it as we get into that 
with the basketball action here around the corner in just a couple of weeks. And then uh, we got some exciting football stuff this fall, too. So we're ripping it up. And I hope you know we are because that'll get you to tell some more folks and they'll come along for the ride. And we'll just we'll keep growing this bad boy each and every day. On that note, first hour strong. Top of the hour break. We'll come back. Bobby Swafford into the mix. NFL diehard. Talk some about the Super Bowl with him. What's coming up around the corner is the storylines of the week. And, of course, back to some Arkansas race. Back talk baseball season. Thank goodness. Starts here in a week and a half, and it can't come fast enough. JB with you. Coming right back. 